1: side for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle had won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're going to do part two of our coach's clipboard for Ivan Cleary. We dropped part one a little bit earlier today, so if you'd like to go back and have a listen to that one. Our three points, winning the ruck, limiting second phase footy, and your kick pressure on Mitch Mose. We went into detail on those three points, some really good things to come out of that one. Let's get into page two of our coach's clipboard, part two of this one. Normally we only have three points. Grand final week we're going to have six for each team, all the Parramatta Eels, uh, coach's clipboard of Brad Arthur. Coming tomorrow. So, point number four for Ivan Cleary taking on the Parramatta Eels test their edge combos. I'll read this one to you. Uh, There are points to be scored down the flanks against Para. The Penasini and Blake combo has been sold the last few weeks, but there have been many close calls. I thought Simonson came in last week and did a tremendous job, but it's still a new combo with Micah Sivo. No doubt whatsoever that Cleary and Edwards will go here. So obviously you've got that right edge defense of Penasini and Wonga Blake. They've been pretty good. Wonga Blake's always been the mystery for me. I think to include uh, in you know targeting down edges and whatnot is obviously the king game of Nathan Cleary up against Wonga Blake. We saw it in finals week one where he got absolutely peppered. I think that's a pretty obvious one, so I didn't put it in there for you guys. I think you all would have known that that was an obvious matchup for the Penrith Panthers to kick to him, but I think down that edge, they can catch them out. If you look back to that game last time they played, there was a couple of times where they caught Wonga Blake shooting in. He did come up with the right play or Penrith came up with the wrong play on each occasion. There's a few times where Billy Armour kickout missed his assignment. I think there was twice when he missed his assignment and the ball went over the sideline. Now, credit to Wonga Blake for putting pressure on him in those moments. But personally, I think when uh, Ivan Cleary sits down and he watches the tape back of that one, he will see a lot of opportunities there. And for me, a big thing with the Penrith Panthers all year has been that Dylan Edwards has not played down that left edge. I wouldn't be surprised to see him pop up a little bit on that edge this week. I think it could create that extra number that could really catch out Wonga Blake on that edge. On the other side of the park you got Micah Sivo, who's always been a little bit of a suspect in defense paired with Bailey Simonson. Now, to be honest with you, I haven't seen much of Bailey in the centers. I don't think any of us have. I heard Kempe talk about during the week that apparently when he went back to reserve grade, he asked to be shoved into the center role so he could start to advance his game there. I do remember watching Bailey and catching up with him in the preseason, watching him training, and he was going a million miles an hour, doing a lot of work outside of just what was asked of him at the Parramatta Eels. I still think that combination between him and Micah I think there are um, some some technical deficiencies that you could catch out there just because they're a new combo with the different shapes you can throw at them especially with you know the classy players they've got on that edge Liam Martin Stephen Crichton and of course the great Brian Toto that's also Nathan Cleary's edge so I have no doubt whatsoever he will be working hard to try and take Isaiah Papali'i out of that edge. So you might be sending Liam Martin short at him and then Nathan Cleary and Dylan Edwards going hard down that short side. I think you can force them into making some decisions there that they might regret. So the edges, that's where the points will come in my opinion. I think you can obviously get a couple of restarts or whatever out of Wonga Blake if he's having an off night. Uh, But then outside of that, I also think there's plenty of opportunities that Nathan Cleary and uh, Dylan Edwards can create on those edges. I'd love to see Dylan Edwards pop up on the left. We haven't seen it too much this year, But I think the way that Wonga Blake was defending, if you can create that extra man, I think you can catch him out there. Will Penasini's been fantastic this year as well, but he obviously can be caught out as well. We have seen it a few times this year. I think their middle is just too strong with Reed Marnie and all those sensational front rowers they've got. And out to their edge... Back rowers, I think it's really tough to get through the middle there of the Parramatta Eels. But I think they're, they're out wide is where they can really catch them. And thankfully for the Penrith Panthers, they're strong everywhere. But that's especially where they're very strong. So St- Charlie Staines on that left edge, despite them really missing Taylor Mayer, I don't mind him for an anytime try scorer this week at the back of Kickout Tungo. And I think you'll see Dylan Edwards pop up there a little bit more than what he has the entire season. All right, our next point. Short side raids. Very, very important when you're defending the Parramatta Eels because this is where they do their best work. I'll read it to you now. The Eels halves, Moses in particular, have become short side specialists over the last 18 months. They square up the A defender by going hard and fast down an edge. The key here is for your second market to be working hard and trailing. If Moses or Brown get the better of the A defender on one of these raids, it's over. So you watch what these two halves do. Moses in particular, he loves doing it down the right edge. He'll quite often dish it off to Isaiah Papaliti on that right side. He'll float sort of back behind the ruck towards the left and then he'll go hard down that short side. And what you'll see him do, you'll see him come around the corner. As soon as he gets the ball, he's normally on the outside of the marker there. He's normally got them beat. So all of a sudden, he straightens up and he forces the A defender to plant their feet because there isn't that inside defender coming. This is where your second marker is going to be so key down these short sides. When that A defender does square up, all of a sudden, if you have got that overlap on the edge, which is why Mitch Moses is going down that side. You'll see Gutho sweeping down there as well. That's when you can find yourselves in trouble. They've done it on a number of occasions this year and quite often you will see that Wonga Blake, he receives it and he cr- crosses the stripe there. Penasini crossed for one last week off a similar play from memory, but Mitch Moses, he's an absolute master at this and he will straighten up and he will square your A defender up. At least with your A defender, if your second marker is working hard enough and they're a, they're, they're alert to what's going on here, and at least they can pressure Moses from the inside it allows you to slide a little bit but if that marker isn't there all of a sudden you're a defender they have to commit to Mitch Moses because he's going too hard and fast to to let him go you have to commit to him all of a sudden with Gutho coming with him sweeping down that edge with Wonga Blake holding his holding the paint out there it creates a lot of space now Dylan Brown I wouldn't say he's as good as Mitch Moses at it, but he's still very good at it. Coming down his side, he's very good at squaring up the line as well. He probably doesn't come as hard and fast and come from blind spots like Mitch Moses does. That's a bit more of a matured sort of halves play. But the way that Dylan Brown does it down that edge, especially when he turns Sean Lane under, he comes at price, he turns Sean Lane under, he shows and he goes and then he straightens up really hard and that's where they create a lot of space down that edge as well. So your short sides and in particular your markers, they have to be really on against Parramatta because that's where they will try and catch you out yeah and that's where they they can get you you've obviously got a bit of a different combo for the for the Penrith Panthers on one edge with Taylor Main being out and uh, Charlie Staines coming in. He played last week. He did very well, no doubt about that. But they still need a lot of communication, especially on that edge. And a lot of it comes down to Dylan Edwards, his communication with the markers and your A, your, your, your a defenders, their communication has to be key. But your second marker, he's a guy that really has to work because if you can start to push Moses and make him slide, all of a sudden you use the sideline as an extra defender and life becomes a lot easier. So those short side raids, they are going to be key for the Parramatta Eels for their game plan. If Penrith can keep those at bay, I think you can control a lot of points that the Parramatta Eels will score. And then you sort of get Moses stuck down an edge where you really don't want to be on third and fourth tackle as well. All right, Nathan Brown's stint. This is the last point we've got on our Coach's Clipboard, part two for Ivan Cleary. We've spoke about it all week. Nathan Brown. He has come from the absolute fucking clouds to get selected in this side. We did a podcast on him a little bit earlier in the week and this selection. Worth a listen if you've got a chance over the next 48 hours before the big grand final. Nathan Brown essentially has played two games of reserve grade in the last nine weeks. That is it. He hasn't played a game of rugby league in a month or so. There is a reason why Brad Arthur has chosen to bring this guy in. It is because he is a dog. He will fight for every single bone. He will go at this Penrith side and he will have a mission to make them uncomfortable. He's only going to get a 10 or 15, maybe 20. I don't even think it'll be that much. I going to be a 10 or 15 minute stint where he just goes and causes havoc. And this is where you'll see, and we spoke about it in coaches clipboard part one is where I think you'll see him try and bounce off a lot of defenders and create a lot of second phase footy. I've in the past been a little bit critical of one part of Nathan Brown's game that when you can see Mitch Moses is trying to get them into a structure and get them to certain points on the field, you see Nathan Brown, he takes it up and he'll spin and he'll bounce and he'll bop off two and three tackles and he'll go sideways for five or ten metres, making two or three metres, and it just fucks up their set constantly. It was happening a lot in the past. I think recently he really has straightened it up, but I think it is something that, that potentially has played into him not being in this side the last few weeks because they do tend to go lateral to Parramatta Eels, and when they do, they're in a little bit of trouble. And you would have noticed, over the last 10 weeks, so when they've really gone north and south, it is that time where Nathan Brown has been out of this team, so it is an interesting point to consider. But he is a guy who can be very reckless. He can make other teams uncomfortable, and I think that's why he has been selected in this side, I think. As Cameron Smith said on um, his show with Kempe yesterday, he will be a guy that will go out and he'll have a target on certain... Guys, backs in particular the halves, Luai and Cleary, and I think he'll be trying to make life very, very uncomfortable for them. I wouldn't be surprised to see him give away a penalty very early for a shot on one of those guys, and I guarantee you, Brad Arthur will not react at all in the coach's box because it will be part of the plan. He's going in there to ruffle some feathers. I'll read you what I've got here for Nathan Brown. Barring injuries or HIA's, I can't see a world where Brown plays any more than 20 minutes. It's probably less than that. His short stint will be full of impact, though. He will lead kick pressure and won't be afraid to risk a penalty to unsettle Penrith. If I was Ivan, I'd fight fire with fire and unleash Spensalino at the same time, whenever. This stint, whenever this stint comes, it's going to be a crucial one. There's no doubt about it. If I was Ivan Cleary, I'd be putting Spensalino on the exact same time and letting these two dogs go head-to-head. I I I think if the Penrith Panthers can dominate Parramatta for this 10 minutes or win this 10 minutes when Nathan Brown's on the field, I think it'll take a lot out of them. If there is HIAs and injuries for Parramatta and Nathan Brown is forced to play big minutes, life could get very, very interesting because match fitness in the NRL, it matters. There is no doubt about it. In a grand final fuck me, it is going to matter big time. So it's a bold call by Brad Arthur. I don't have a problem with it, to be honest with you. I think he's the sort of personality that they need coming off this bench. I just don't think there's been enough punch there throughout the season outside of Ryan Madison. But to have another guy that you can bring on for 10 or 15 minutes and just let him go mad, you will also notice with their bench, I think because they haven't had enough punch, a lot of these guys only play 10 to 15 minutes each game. Jacob Arthur, he quite often isn't used. Whether it's Makatoa, Bryce Cartwright, whoever the other guy is, orikan Gafusi, depending on how their bench... Makeup is. Those guys don't tend to play too many minutes. I think Nathan Brown, he'll play a very short stint here, but when he comes on, fuck, he's going to let them know that he is on the field. It'll be interesting to see when he done, does come on, I reckon probably 30 to the 40th minute around that mark, and then I wouldn't be surprised to see him play the first five minutes of the second half or so, and just tell him to go absolutely ape shit. It will be interesting, though, to see how long Brad Arthur holds his nerve with Nathan Brown. I think you'll get him on in the first half, but if, if Parramatta can match it with them and he can wait until the 55th 60th, 50th minute around that mark. It could be a huge play if he's able to come in and have the positive impact. There is the other side of the coin though where he could potentially get Simbin, he could give away too many penalties, come up with errors. We have seen it in Nathan Brown's game before so it will be very interesting but I do think that if Penrith can win this period that Nathan Brown is on the field, I think it'll take them a long way to winning this game of football because it is going to be a huge, huge innings there and personally if I'm Penrith, if he he wants to go head to head and he wants to try and Put shots on, I would return fire in the same fashion and I would challenge my forward pack. Do not let Nathan Brown who's been playing reserve grade for the last 10 fucking weeks, get it on you in this game. I would be saying to my Penrith boys I don't think he deserves to be on the field with you guys you guys should be going at him I love Nathan Brown and, and I think he should have been there I think he should have been there the last 10 weeks but that would be my angle if I was Ivan Cleary I would challenge my forwards to say hey he's brought this guy out from reggies because he thinks that he can rattle you let him have it it's going to be very very interesting when nathan when nathan brown does get on the field it's going to be a big 10 or 15 minutes that i cannot wait for in this grand final and hopefully when he gets on
0: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: Hopefully they, they take the collar off Sventolino and just let him go mad out there similar to what they did last week.
0: it.